1: And good Sunday morning to everyone out there. Thank you so much for making us part of your weekend here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am Chris Creston, and I'm joined, as always, by Kelvin, the money guy. You can always visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca, and you can call him anytime, 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- 457 plan stay tuned for a discussion that we're going to have uh, not only on the year that's been uh, since uh, we all went into lockdown and the pandemic started we're also going to talk about uh, reverse Mortgages as well. It's a topic that I don't know a whole lot about, other than seeing uh, you know Magnum PI selling them <laughs> on TV or whoever else is uh, is pitching them. And I and I'm interested in learning more about it because it's always been something that I'm curious about, but never really knew who to ask. And you know, here I am sitting here looking uh, through FaceTime at the guy <laughs> that you ask about any money problem. It's the Money Guy, Kelvin Ramper said. He's one of the top financial uh, advisors in the country and he's just a great guy to ask any question that you've got askkelvin.ca is his website ask K E L V I N.ca. Kelvin how are you doing this weekend All right how are you doing Chris? everything good i'm good you know it's been a pretty decent weekend a little chilly but the sun is shining so there's nothing Mm -hmm. to really uh complain about it all any problem that you have on a sunny day seems to be a slightly reduced you know my my car battery actually died yesterday (laughs) and uh i just what 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 was i gonna do i had to go get uh, get a jump but uh you know, life moves on. I think a lot of people might run into similar problems as they've sort yeah, of, really. things sort of slide if they haven't been driving yeah. very often yeah, or true. other things. You know, one thing that you don't want to slide is your financial situation. And, you know, a lot of people are, uh, in tough financial times right now, other people are in, you know, we talked about mm-hmm. early on a K-shaped recovery, other people are doing really well and they're yeah. looking for some way to try and capitalize on that and make sure that they can let that ride as we start to get mm-hmm. more and more normal, hopefully, knock on wood yeah. here. Uh, and that's, you know, you know let's, let's go back in, in time here to last March and how that all felt and how it was different and how much has changed.
2: Well, you know, it's funny how we have short memories, eh? Even though it's been a a year now, I guess. I I guess you are saying March 18th will be the last time you were in the studio. I guess, yeah, yeah, eh? Yeah. Last year, man, 2020, a lot of things, a lot of new words that we never used to know, like COVID, you know, unprecedented and all these things, right? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, PPE, we never knew what that was, right? right? (laughs) We kind of knew what we didn't. So March 9, 2020, the stock market dropped 2,013 points. One of the biggest drop ever. That quarter, um, the first quarter of last year, was the worst quarter ever. The market took down 23.2%. That was that, and the height of the market was February 12th. So it seemed like in one month, we had the height and we had the lowest point. Yeah. So we fast forward our lives still today. And what has happened? Well, the Dow is at 32,778. We started the year at 30,930. And what does all these numbers mean? I'll tell you in a minute. Um, Mm. So from March 20th, uh, no, March 1st, 2020, to March now, uh, 2021, the Dow is up about 14%. So did anybody lose any money? Well, a lot of people lost money because they panicked and they sold in April. And those people will never make back their money. Well, they might, right. it might take 20 years to make it back. The people that stayed, readjusted their portfolio, listened to their advisors, did wonderful. In fact, people invested lots of money last year and they look at the return, it's done really well. So what, it, what we learned is we learned that don't do nothing. unless you know Unless you're gonna retire, like tomorrow or something actually even if you are going to retire you don't take all your money out anyhow because you don't need it all so the lesson learned is to stay invested when you look at a 10-year return of money um you know the 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 dow over a 10-year period return was 15.3 percent and the s p was 14. but when the, within those 10 years we had a lot of turmoil so people that are listening You know, stay calm. We're heading into a great decade for money. There seems like there's gonna be a fundamental shift from what we see. It looks like uh, from everything we've read, the Bank of Canada uh, are saying, the housing, people are saying that the the housing markets will probably come down sometime in the next five years. Of course, we've been saying this for the last 12 years. But it looks like it's going to happen because of, you know, maybe rising inflation, um, rising interest rates, things like that, so it tells us that this decade might be like the nineteen nineties where the housing markets took a dive and the stock market surge. It seems like they work an in inverse of each other. so if you look at the stock markets over the last twenty years, you know you did about maybe a nine eight to nine percent return when you look at the housing markets, it's like a gazillion percent right. So the the tide's about to turn, and then so that that's why I got to thinking about I get a lot of calls about this reverse mortgage, and and we in the financial planning industry, we don't like the reverse mortgage, and I and and every time we get questions about it, we're like yeah, don't do it, it's terrible, you're gonna lose your house and things like that. But it's really taken, uh, it's really come to life in the last say five years, and I guess it's because we look at. You know, Canadians are asset rich and liquid poor. We always say this, that we have lots of money in our house, but we have no money. We have no cash, right? So I got to thinking, you know, let me have a, let me dive into this and see what's the pros and cons, like everything else. The first thing I found was they shouldn't have called it a reverse mortgage. There's two negative things there. Right. I don't know if two negative makes a positive, but uh, <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's, not, it's like everything else in, in our industry, they, sometimes they call it the wrong thing, like TFSAs, you know, they should call it a TFI. So we get right. all caught up in in these kind of things, right?
1: and it's almost like the guys who who the big uh, smart guys who come up with these things are not uh, really don't really understand people and don't understand what's going to make them want right. to to actually yeah. buy them or buy into it or use it right. as a, as a potential tool so you know, a, a reverse mortgage you know that you think about your mortgage you're not really that into it especially if you've you know paid it off and you're thinking that's done with me, I don't have to think about that anymore, and you think well, reverse right. it well how, how do I reverse it what what is that and that's always been the thing that that uh, I think is uh, probably set a lot of people off um initially and you were saying you know from mm-hmm. uh from a planner's perspective, but also you know from the uh consumer's perspective they're thinking well i I just got rid of this mortgage thing not that long <laughs> ago and yeah. You're saying I, I should pay more now? What's what? What's your, what's what's the deal <laughs> right. here? Why? why what's is What's the this deal? In yeah, exactly. yeah.
2: And we've always thought of that, myself included. I always thought, why would I want to go and do that? One of the things that's happening now is, you know, we're living longer. Life expectancy is a lot longer. So most people now, if you're in your fifties, most likely you're going to live into your nineties, right? Um, so that's changing. Typically we in the planning business, you know, plan for people to retire 20 to 25 years, but that seems to be changing. Also, it seems like everything we know is changing, even the way we retire and what's going to happen in the future. So it's making people think about what do I do? A lot of stuff that's happening now is people are getting reduced pensions, um, you know, and it's putting a financial strain on a lot of people, some people built up all their rsps and now when they go to take it out it's like oh my god i gotta pay all this money back and what do i do so people are looking for other source of income what can i do so a reverse mortgage started started to come more to the surface and it seems more and more people are inquiring about it like you said even magnum selling it right (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah exactly i'm looking out there there's tom selling uh sell, selling me a reverse mortgage what, what, what's going on here so, so so
2: people are looking for options you know they um, mm-hmm. like people want to take out a second mortgage and again like we say i don't want to take out a second mortgage because well i just paid it off why would i want to do it again there's mm-hmm. things called HELOCs, like home line home, home equity lines of credits
1: and that's something that I've, I've been, uh, curious about, uh, Calvin, and maybe you can, uh, clear that one, up before we take a break here. But, um, the, uh, I've, you know, I've always, I've heard of reverse mortgages through advertisements. I've mm-hmm. heard of HELOCs again, like f- through, uh, through banks and through advertisements again and the home equity line of credit. What's the fundamental difference between those two things? It may be a dumb question, but I'm sort of naive <laughs> to the whole, the whole thing because I've never had to give it a lot of thought myself. But what is the difference in in both cases? You know, you've got some equity in your home, and you're trying to you know get some some mm. liquid cash out of the deal mm. so that you can invest it in something else, or you can you know buy your groceries or whatever it right. has to be. Right.
2: I think the biggest difference um, a reverse mortgage is really a line of credit, like a HELOC. Really, the difference is one you can choose to pay to pay it down. And the other, you don't have to. The reverse mortgage, depending on your circumstances, you don't have to pay it down. It only gets paid off when the house is sold. Right. The, the HELOC is is maybe for younger people that want to renovate their house, want to um, you know do stuff around the house, like a home improvement kind of thing. Uh, rather than getting a loan, they take a line of credit, like a HELOC, I guess, um, because the interest chart, the... The payments are very flexible. You can pay only interest, or you can pay interest in principle. So, if you ask me that question about reverse mortgage and ELOG, the difference is the main difference is one you have to pay back the interest, and one you don't have to. Right. And we'll get into that after the break why, if you take a reverse mortgage, you should pay down the interest and things like that.
1: Perfect. We'll continue talking about the pros and cons of reverse mortgages here as your life, your money continues with Kelvin the Money Guy. Don't forget, you can always visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K E L V I N.ca. Stay tuned to Global News Radio,
0: 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: And welcome back. Happy Sunday to everyone out there. This is Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. Askkelvin.ca, by the way, is his website and you can contact them there. You can listen to past shows. You can use all sorts of different tools on there as well. Ask K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A and uh, this uh, segment uh, we're talking about reverse mortgages I know it's something that you, you see commercials for and you may not necessarily understand it and uh, there's a lot of question marks in a lot of people's books uh, so I think a lot of people are, are you know have questions about it and you know the perfect guy to ask about it is Kelvin Askkelvin.ca <laughs> is the website and I think it's important to mention that you know all the things that we talk about here are things that you should discuss with your planner if you don't have a, a planner then you should t- talk about it with Kelvin and uh, we'll be uh, throwing out the number where you can reach Kelvin directly as well off the air if you've got any questions about this or anything else that you don't want to bring on the air. Uh, but mm-hmm. Kelvin we've been talking about reverse mortgages here and uh, tr- talking about exactly you know what why they exist who they're for before the uh, break I was asking you the difference between a home equity line of credit, and a reverse mortgage, mm. and we're talking about basically, you know, the the main difference is the when you have to pay it off, right?
2: Right, and I think with these reverse mortgages, also, and, and you know, you, you're right. These these shows that we do is more, it's more to make people think. It's more about information. Is it for me? Isn't it for me? So you're right. Don't jump in and do these things. You have to make sure that uh, you sit down with your advisor. Maybe you know, if your kid, if you're older and your kids are. Involved. Make sure you sit down and 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 do the math. I always say that um, when you do things, sit down and work out the math and see if it works. And if the math doesn't work, don't do it. Right? And try and get and get your emotions away from it. Um, so, the, what are the pros of the reverse mortgage? Um, you know, the, the, you can access fifty five percent of the equity of your home tax free without having to make any monthly payments. And you have, and there's no negative impact on your cash flow, right? Um, you're able to stay in the house as long as you as long as you like. Plus, uh, you get the benefits in the future if the house prices go up. So there's really nothing changes. Um, there is no restriction on how you spend the money, so you can do whatever you wish. Um, you know, imagine you took a four hundred thousand dollar or three hundred thousand uh, dollar reverse mortgage or HELOC, and you invested it. And you earn the five percent return on the money you haven't spent the money so whenever you go to sell the house the money's sitting there your investment you're living off the interest and life goes on It can supplement what you do right
1: i think that a lot of people are probably in that position they're looking at the value of their home going up the house that maybe they bought decades ago for like mm-hmm. three hundred thousand dollars or less is now all of a sudden worth a million or more right and they're thinking yeah. what am i supposed to do with all the equity that i with all the the equity I've got in the house I don't want to sell it because I to to make any money off of it where right. am I going to go and I'm going to be going away from the grandkids I'm going to be going away from my right. friends and family and everyone that I know uh, to get because basically you've got to move um, to you know, uh, yeah. way, way, way far out of our listening audience here, in order <laughs> to find a, a a home that's that's uh, you know worth less than a million dollars, because it's really uh, yeah. gone to the point now that we're seeing that uh, there's nowhere to run really to get away right. from the hot, hot Toronto housing market at least right now. So, mm-hmm. in order to get some of that access to that equity, it's it's hard to think of another way to get it without having right. to move really far away
2: exactly so if you're living on a you know restricted budget like uh, pensions and and you're just making you trying to make ends meet maybe this is the alternative for you without selling without losing the house um you know again you just taking out the equity and the lump sum and you're doing whatever you wish with it after the break we'll i'll give you some examples of what maybe what you should do with it and go into some of the negatives of the reverse mortgage.
1: Before we take the break, I want to get to um, some uh, callers that are waiting on the line. I've got uh, Curtis who is giving us a call here. And Curtis, you've got a question about real estate.
0: Yes, I do. Uh, Thanks a lot for having me on, Chris. Um, My wife and I just recently sold our home, took advantage of the real estate boom you were talking about. We sold our home for around one2 and we've got about a $200,000 mortgage. We're gonna buy a piece of property and build another house again. Now, um, I'm curious, uh, just doing my math, I'm about $200,000 short on the build. And I wondered what you would think would be the best way to go about getting that. I I would say that because mortgage rates
2: are so cheap, uh, you know, money, they're giving money away, I would maybe add more to the mortgage you're getting a mortgage today at under two percent.
0: So I would okay, say that's maybe good. that's the route we took last time when we built. I just wondered if there was any any alternatives uh, that would be an easier route.
2: Not really. I mean, you know, keep your your cash and and go get the mortgage because because it's so cheap. When mortgage rates start to rise in the future, if they do, uh, then take your cash and pay it off. You know. So yeah, you're on the right track. Do what you did last time. Fair enough, thank you so much for your time. Okay, have a nice day. Thank you for
1: calling, Curtis. Really appreciate the calling, Curtis. Don't uh, forget, if you wanna get a hold of Kelvin off the air to ask him any follow-up questions, you can call him at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Thanks for calling, Curtis. I got another call coming in from Buddy. Buddy, what is uh, your question for Kelvin?
2: Hi, uh, thanks for taking my call today. I had a question. You made an interesting point earlier, um, Calvin, about uh, like a sort of like a reverse correlation between uh, stock market and house prices. I'm hmm. just interested to find out what are the factors um, that drive that? It's kind of counterintuitive to me because interest rates go up and usually the stock market goes down because bond yields. So I'm just very right. <laughs> interested in what are those factors that that uh,
0: that you know sort of like uh, cause
2: that correlation? You know, there's a number of things that that when we study this stuff, when the money people study these things, um, interest rates is is part of it, yes, and you're right about the bond yield. But there's other things they look at. uh, They look at the job market. They look at uh, unemployment rate, things like that. So there's many things that they look at, and it's too many to go over now. Um, You know, give me a call later and during the week, and I can give you Or send you out what the people that study these things tell us, so you can get it right from there.
1: Horses mouthing, you know what I mean? Yep, yep. Awesome. Okay, thanks a lot, buddy. Thank you for giving us a call. Uh, I know that you know some of some of the things that we discuss are a little too complicated to get into live on the air.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. And we'll, some, we'll probably some things bore like, half the audience if we do
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, really. he's yeah. no, interesting question, you know, because there is correlations to things that happens. And it mm-hmm. just seems like the stock markets, there's like a 30-year cycle um, that, you know, that, that happens. And why? I don't mm-hmm. know. It's like everything else. Um, and it, it's like fashion. They say fashion is a 20-year cycle, right? Um, so that's kind of, it's not a science. But there's certain things that are are constant, you know.
1: There's so many variables that go into all of this mm-hmm. that, uh, and I know I've mentioned it on the air, but uh, I, Friedrich Hayek said that the uh, task of economists is to teach men how little they know about what they imagine <laughs> they can design. And there's just right. you know the, the thinking behind that is just that there's so much, um, there's so many factors, there's so many things that are involved. You really, it, like mm-hmm. you said, it's not a science, but there's some predictable things to it. There's some right. predictable aspects and, to it, and that's just sort of knowing what to watch. For and trying to you know stay one step ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and,
2: and no one's 100% right, right? So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, I, I think, like I say, education, you, I think you have to do the math about everything, and everything we talk about in these shows is really an individual thing. It's not one size fits everyone. Um, you know, RSPs, TFSAs, Liras, lines of credit, reverse mortgage, whatever you do, it's an individual choice and it has to fit into your lifestyle and it has to fit into your risk. Right. Right. Um, You know, you can't just go willy nilly and do things because it could come back to bite you. And I remember there's always, there's a risk in not taking a risk, you know? So um, we really need to sit and do some thinking and some planning. We always say, and it doesn't matter how old you are, you know, you really need to sit down with your advisor and chart out, you know, map out where you want to go. Um, and, and you know, you're going to have bumps along the way. Like 2020 was a great year for having bumps mm. along the way. And we survived it all pretty good. So are these things going to happen again? Probably. Um, maybe not as severe as the pandemic, but uh, things will happen. And we just got to navigate through it. And you can't just throw your hands up and you go, like, ah, I'm not doing that, or markets are too high, the markets are too, like, you know, you have to do some, com- you have to use some common sense along the way, you know? There's always I mean, gonna
1: be a reason to do nothing, right? There's always yeah, gonna be an excuse yeah. to do nothing, and whether yeah. it's the markets are too low, and I, I, I'm i too scared of how low they could go, mm-hmm. or they're too right. high, and it's not worth yeah. getting in now. It's just, what. You're, you know, trying to find the perfect time to jump on the ride isn't necessarily going to work. Yeah. No. So, you know, when we look at the way that we were a year ago, we started the show talking about that and uh, mm-hmm. looking at how the lows of the stock markets and how sort of dark and grim things looked. But to see where the market is now, yeah. a lot of people yeah. have, have made some money on, on this uh, last year and there's uh, opportunities to be found in all of that.
2: Mm -hmm. and and technology is driving us there's an article i read in the papers the other day that uh, by 2025 our world's going to look a lot different than the way it is today some people unfortunately are going to lose their jobs Mm -hmm. but there'll be other jobs reinvented it's like the 70s to the 90s right the computer Mm -hmm. took over building cars robots were doing it and they thought people will be displaced nobody will have a job anymore well it's not true some people lost their job but there was more jobs created and the economy changed and the economy boomed and people had more money and we did very well. And they're saying this decade will be the same way like that. So by 2025, you know, a lot of things that we, that we know today, um, that we don't know today will happen in, in the years to come. So we're at exciting time for money. That's why you need to regroup. And then like I was saying after the, before the calls, like after the break, we'll talk about some of the, negatives of the reverse mortgage.
1: Right. We've been talking about the pros and cons of reverse mortgages, and we're getting into the cons on the other side of the break here on Your Life, Your Money with Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget, you can always reach Kelvin at askkelvin.ca. You can call him as well, 416 416- 4577526 so that goes out to anyone out there listening or buddy wants to give Calvin a call during the week 416-457-7526 that's 416-457 plan and ask ca. that's ask ca. stay tuned to Global News Radio 640 Toronto
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640
1: Toronto. You know, we were saying during the break that it really feels like, I don't know if we want to uh, go back. I I yeah. want to go back to a certain extent, but you know when it comes to doing a show on a Sunday morning, nothing's mm-hmm. better than just going Staying across your home. house to get to yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Like I was telling you, I would have to get up and drive there. It's like a good hour and a bit. By the time I you know do what I do and get to the studio there, yeah. and uh, I'm not gonna do that. I don't think
1: you, you know. And I think that that's one of the things where you you were mentioning technology is gonna change a lot of things. There's mm-hmm. new products. There's new services. There's new things out there that uh, we haven't even thought of that uh, all of a sudden can spur on new forms of employment, give opportunities to people who didn't have them and all of a sudden you've got new opportunities for yourself whether it's for your regular gig your side gig whatever it happens mm-hmm. to be yeah. there's a lot of new opportunities that have come out of this pandemic and uh, obviously there are a lot of people hurting but there's a lot of people who have been able to find a way to to make a right. little bit more or find a way to uh to find pivot and do new things that they were too scared to try or that they didn't even think was possible mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we find ourselves with new options available on the table. You can visit Kelvin's website, by the way, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. And you can call him anytime off the air at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN and this hour we've been talking about this past year and the way that uh, things have changed and the way that uh, some things have stayed the same, Mm -hmm. but we've also been talking about different options that are on the table for people, and that uh, has spurred on the conversation about reverse mortgages and the pros and cons of reverse mortgages. Earlier on in the show, we went through some of the pros. You're able to take out some of the equity from your home tax-free without having to make monthly mortgage payments, and uh, you're able to uh, not have to leave your home, which I think is an important thing for a lot of people who don't want to leave their friends, their Mm -hmm. families, their memories. And they want to still be able to get some of the cash because they're, you know, home rich and cash poor. Right. Um, but now we're going to get into the cons because I know a lot of people are probably thinking, well, you know, Tom Selleck looks like he's got a a (laughs) sweet mustache, but I don't know if I want to buy that reverse mortgage from him. And, uh, there, there's, there's, there's often a, a almost knee-jerk reaction to hearing about reverse yeah. mortgages yes. that is very much on the con side of things, and maybe we should go into what some of those cons are. Right,
2: like I say in the beginning, the the, the thing about the reverse mortgage is the name itself. You know, if they call it something else, maybe people will be more receptive. It's like bro- broccoli. If you call it something else, maybe we'll eat more. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> right. <laughs> so typically, the cons with the with the reverse mortgage are the fees. The fees and interest rates are typically higher than that with a traditional mortgage or a HELOC, um, you know, in today's Mm -hmm. low interest rate world, we typically have to do the math because a a typical reverse mortgage rate is about five to seven percent when you can get a mortgage for less than 2%, Mm -hmm. what do I do? Right. So there's, some, so there's some of the problems. Now, if you look at, if you have no alternative, um, you you need money and people. So if you get a conventional mortgage, is about 3%, right? Less than 3%. A line of credit is about 3 to 4%. A uh, reverse mortgage is about 5 to 7 People that have bad credit and so on and get unsecured or, or actually not bad credit, but if you get an unsecured line of credit, it's typically about eight percent if you get a personal loan the rate the interest charge is about eight to twelve percent from what we see and you if you have a credit card if you have credit card debt well we know it's about 19 to 20 to sometimes 27 um, percent right and you know those cash advance payday loans and those kind of places that they're trying to shut down it's about 30 percent. so where do i yeah so where's my credit rating where Where's my disposable income? That kind of stuff. So you know, is the is the reverse mortgage too good to be true? And what do we say if something is too good to be true? Maybe don't do it. In this case, I think based on your on you, maybe it's something you should, maybe it's something that we that we should do. but you need to look you need to do the math again and look at the cost because how the banks themselves make their money, is from charging like everything else they charge you a higher rate than the going rate and that's how they make their money but what if you took the, the, the reverse mortgage and you invested it and you made a, a decent return now you're ahead of the game like what if you can what if you um, you know to pay back the interest what if you took some extra money out of your your ref payment and paid and pay the interest the interest is tax deductible, so now guess what's happened? It's not cost you any anything out of pocket. The biggest flaw with the reverse mortgage is the interest accumulates. Mm-hmm. So the you know the three hundred thousand could be, you know four hundred thousand, depending on your age. The ideal person for the the ideal person actually, who is the reverse mortgage for?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, a I, I think, a good question, because I think a lot of people think, well, that's something that I've got. I've got equity. And is this right for me? And I guess sort of asking the question, who is it for? Who are they? Who is the ideal person for this right. product or this service? Yeah,
2: Typically about 10 years. I think these reverse mortgages started like 20 years ago. I'm not really sure. But typically back then, it was for the 80 year old person. Mm. who, you know, back then you're going to live till you're, well, I don't know, 80-something, but it, that was typically who it was for. Um, now it's all change. So we because I say we're living longer, we paid off our house quicker, we have a lot of things going. So who is the reverse mortgage for? The reverse mortgage is for retirees who need extra income. Um you know people that um that need some extra cash looking to consolidate some debt uh, reduce their monthly payments like i said at the beginning we're house rich and, and cash poor so it's a great way to use our home equity to boost our you know retirement income i think i think reverse mortgages um you know that 93 percent of canadians um want to stay in their house they don't want to leave they don't want to sell it so what do they do well they have to look at alternatives so the reverse mortgages are designed to help Canadians stay in their home for life um and just leverage part of what they do and move on so it's it's our it's a retirement strategy and we'll get into it more after uh after the break
1: And don't forget, you can ask Kelvin any questions by uh, visiting his website, askkelvin.ca, or call him anytime, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-7526. And uh, we'll continue talking about reverse mortgages on the other side here of your life, your money, here on Global News Radio.
0: You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: We're wrapping up your life, your money here on Global News Radio with Kelvin, the money guy. And we've been spending the hour talking about... Uh, reverse mortgages, talking about the pros and cons, and uh, we uh, entered into the conversation starting out with a little bit uh, on the way that the year has gone and uh, where we were this time last mm-hmm. year, where people stand right now. And Kelvin, I, just before we get back into the reverse mortgage conversation, I wanted to ask you if there's a lesson that you think that could be learned from this year and uh, that maybe we should take with us as we move forward in our investing and in our money life.
2: Yeah, good. You know, the one thing we've learned as financial advisors over the last year um, is to really handhold people through, no matter what happened, this time with the pandemic, last time with the financial crisis. And one thing we've learned is the markets are very resilient. So we as investors, and again, no matter what age we are at, stay invested, tweak your portfolio a bit, make sure that you're you know, you hold a little bit of everything, you're in a nice balanced portfolio, don't try and hit the lights out. Don't try and be too smart. And don't outguess things. Keep your emotions away. That's the one thing I can tell you. Uh, the one lesson we learned this year was keep your emotions away from the markets. You can be emotional about everything else. But don't be emotional about the stock market because the stock markets don't care about your emotions. The stock markets are there for a reason we need the markets to go up and down and up and down so the one lesson like i say is to stay invested stay the course revisit your portfolio every three and a half to four months and if you do so you will retire in style you won't have to worry about too many things so that's the lesson i think that we've learned over the over the last year or so
1: Terrific. And if you do find yourself uh, retired and you find yourself in a position where you're still, uh, you know, house rich, cash poor, that's why Mm -hmm. we've been talking about the reverse mortgages. We started out, when we started, you said as a, you know, financial advisor and as a planner, you often thought about reverse mortgages when a client asked you about it and your sort of knee-jerk reaction is... No, don't do it.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it seems complicated, you know, but a reverse mortgage is just a mortgage in reverse with a traditional mortgage. You borrow the money up front when you're in your thirties and you spend the next 30 years and you pay it off over time. A reverse mortgage is the opposite. You accumulate the loan and over time, and you pay it all back to you and it pays back to you and your spouse. When, when you pass away, when the last spouse passed away, you, that's when you square up, you sell the house and pay back the loan. You know how I should, how we think we should think about this, a mortgage, is like an RSP, where you put money in, and the reverse mortgage is like a rif, where you taking money out.
1: You know, I think a lot of people worry about if their parents were to get a reverse mortgage, what happens to that house when the last spouse dies, when uh, mom or dad passes away, and you know, as as a child, you're hoping to get, uh, you know, you don't want the bank to take that house, you don't want the bank to take the equity, you want to make sure that you have access to it what what happens in that position you know when the last spouse passes away where do we uh where do we wind up and who gets to who gets the house who gets the equity when it's the kids sitting there and they've lost their loved one and Mm -hmm. and now are they losing the house too
2: no you're not losing the house remember the banks are not in the in the housing business right they're they don't want your house they want to lend you the money make a percentage on the rate that they lend it to you and move on when the when the last spouse passes away do you sell the house and you know you pay back whatever's left so we so you know like i said the basics of uh, of these reverse mortgages um, we as financial planners and stuff never liked it but i think we're changing we're changing the way that we that we look at these things and now the reverse mortgages is, is a valuable part of our financial planning world so we're now embracing it and people are being are opening up to it and saying okay what's the worst case scenario and if you figure out what the worst case scenario is and it's different for all of us um, and then you work backwards we always say you know work, live your money life backwards and your life forward so figure out what's the worst case scenario with this reverse mortgage and if it doesn't work for you then don't do it Maybe it'll work for you. Remember some of the things with the reverse mortgage is, you do not have to income qualify, right? As long as you have money to support your property taxes, your house insurance and overall house expenses, they get they give it to you. You do not have to, to credit qualify like low credits bureau scores are allowed. You know you'll never owe more than what the house is worth. And that's one of the big things is people thought I'll owe more than what my house is worth. Um, Sometimes people can't get loans because of the CRA, they owe the CRA money Mm -hmm. and the, and most banks won't lend you money unless they pay off the CRA, but the reverse mortgage, it's not the case. So as long as you live in your house, um, you know, there's, there is some downsides, like I say, but I think there's more upsides than downsize. Um, and now, you know, the financial gurus and the financial planners and stuff are now embracing this, that we're now embracing the reverse mortgage as part of a financial planning tool to assist people to do what they need to do. But you have to be very careful, about, like like everything else. If you buy an RSP, you gotta be careful about how you do it. So, so my the gist of it is, sit down your advisor And figure out if this is for you or if you don't have someone give me a call
1: consider it a tool in your toolbox uh but uh, always best to get someone involved like kelvin you know we were talking about making sure your Mm emotions aren't involved in things that's one of the great things about having a planner or or an advisor on your side they're able to look at things objectively and figure out what makes sense for you and do that math uh don't forget 416-457-7526. 416-457-7526. That's the number to get a hold of Kelvin. So before you do anything, don't call up Magnum PI right away. Call up Kelvin <laughs> instead. 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And visit his website, askkelvin.ca. Ask, K E L V I N. to uh, reach Kelvin, listen to past shows, or uh, just find out more information about your life, your money. Kelvin, thanks again for another great show, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you again soon.
2: Yes, Chris. Have a nice day.
1: 416-457-7526, askkelvin.ca, and stay tuned to Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
0: The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.